It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, and the intellectual facets of who we really are. And I know everybody has heard me talk about how crazy 2020 was, and here we are at the end of September of 2021, and it's just as crazy. <laughs> we, we have struggled uh, mightily uh, as to understanding how to stay healthy. And so one of the things that I keep reminding people is go to my website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. On the website, you will see a link to Boomers Forever Young. If you click on the subscribe, um, you can get their free newsletter and uh, you can go in and explore their website. There's two products that I mention on a regular basis. One is the importance of D as in dog three, D3. Uh, that is your immune system. If you're having a physical anytime soon, please ask them to do a D3 blood test. You want your number to be above 70 if you're going to fight viruses and colds and bacteria and everything else that's out there. Uh, the next thing you want to look at is the C-reactive protein blood test. And that particular blood test, uh, you want the number to be below one. That is the level of inflammation that you have in your body. And you want to um, you know, take care of that through products that lower inflammation. Uh, one of those is something called resveratrol. Another one is the barley. The barley, um, I use it. Um, you can use Gladiator at 20 grams of pre-digested protein, or you can use 10 grams of pre-digested protein. But it removes toxins, it gets rid of inflammation, it rebuilds muscle. And so you want to be looking at those kind of products in order to fight off you know, any incoming viruses in particular that have a tendency to take you out and down. And I don't know of anyone who's had COVID that hasn't really felt the effects for weeks, not just a few days. Um, so take responsibility, do something to improve your chances. Don't rely totally on the vaccine. Um, we know that there's breakthrough cases all of the time now, and uh, that's why they have the booster shots going. But I keep telling people, you know, you need to also participate, not just have the jab as they refer to it. You need to be um, independently seeking good health, which will last you hopefully a long, long time. You know, we'd like to live to be into our 90s and approaching 100 and have all of our faculties about us. So this is the way we do it. Alrighty, so I have as a returning guest, uh, Andrea Glasser and she comes from Romania. And a couple people have told me they've heard her show and really enjoyed her. Um, and she's been in the United States since 2002, right? Yes. Okay. Um, she's written three books now. Um, so it's the trilogy and it's called Following Your Dreams and that's available on Amazon. Yes. Okay. And she enjoys inspiring others in the areas of holistic health and wellness. Uh, you're a um, coach, a life coach now. Correct. And so you're doing that, I guess, through Zoom, at least in part, and maybe on the phone uh, when they don't want to do a Zoom meeting. Correct. Okay. Um, so I 
you know, told you before the show started that one of the things that I was looking at was um, there was a book that was written back in 1930. They've had revisions of it since then, but the book has been around, you know, for a long, long, long time. And it's referred to as The Little Engine That Could. So I don't know whether you ever read it, like in Romania or not, but it's yeah. about a blue engine, you know, a train. And um, all the other engines are big and shiny and they're you know strong and the the little engine is is not you know she's more delicate but she has a belief and her belief is that she knows she can accomplish things that's huge and that's what we're going to talk about today is if you believe you can you can and if you believe that you can't that's also true so it's where you put your belief and so you believed all along that you were going to leave Romania and that you were going to have a life that was successful, and you weren't sure exactly how it was going to happen, but you knew in your heart that it would. Yes. And so that's where we're going with today's show, is how does that happen? I mean, does a magic wand touch you on the top of the head and say, this is your gift, you have a beautiful belief and keep following it? Because I know people who believe just the opposite. They, They honestly believe that they can't, and that is their lot in life, is yeah. they can't. They can't do things. I believe that the environment uh, matters a lot. How we are brought up, how our parents and uh, the society around us uh, is influencing us. Mm-hmm. And the more positive examples we see around us, the more we have a chance to believe in us and act uh, accordingly. And uh, I love your little sign that you have here on the desk. Uh, It says, everything happens for a reason, just believe. Mm -hmm. So being young, being naive, I don't know, you name it. um, I had a very pure heart and um, intentions. And I believe that everything that I want, I can accomplish. I uh, didn't have many fears. um, And I believe that uh, most things that we want in life uh, to accomplish depend purely on us, on nobody else. If you want to have better health, you have to make a change Mm -hmm. and and achieve your goal. If you want to have more financial independence, you need to take a step to do it because the government is not going to take care of you forever. And even if they do, they just create more dependency and they Mm -hmm. lock you down. You don't even realize it. So uh, think about a dog, you know, uh, they become so dependent on us because we keep them in a leash, we take them for walks, we give them food and water and shelter. Exactly, (laughs) and shelter. So they don't have a choice when and where to go. It it always depends on us where we guide them with the leash. So you have to, you know, as a dog, I and some cats, you know, that go out on leashes, but you have to trust that your owner has your best interest in heart. And honestly and truly, I'm not sure that anyone has our best interest as much as we do. Correct. You know, so we have to look at what our best interest is and then pursue that. Right. And not say, the government will take care of me or right. my husband will or my yeah. wife will or, or no, whatever. That I think that's the wrong mindset. We need to make sure that we do everything that it's in our power 
to be uh, independent and create uh, what we want in life, achieve our goals, because they're our goals and our dreams for a reason. Yeah. And how do you think that happens? How do, how do we, as like children, for instance, I know little guys that if you ask them, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, that's a common question that everybody sort of asks. And I think some of them know from a very early age I want to be, and then they fill in the blank. And others, you know, I want to be a superhero. Well, that's probably not going to happen, but, you know. Or I want to be, you know, um, a Green Bay Packer, or I want to be a Chicago Bears, or, you know, I want to be a um, Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, you know, because they're seeing the success of sports people. And the odds of that happening are pretty slim. Correct. So how do you get that internal kind of motivation that says... Right. I have dreams and I know I can achieve them. Right. So from my own life experience and uh, from working and talking to a lot of people, um, I realize if your why is not big enough, uh, you're not going to get motivated to mm. do the things you need to do. And only people, uh, that there's such a small percentage of people that succeed in what they want, like you mentioned earlier, to be a famous sports athlete or a hero. I believe anybody could be a hero in one way or another. But sure. it's all about what we want and how bad we want it. Because if, if we don't have enough... Um, motivation to to achieve those goals and the the first time we um, are challenged and we experience difficulties and uncomfortable situations we don't know how to get out we we can't find a solution uh, we tend to quit it's Mm. it's more comfortable to quit and go back to the comfort zone and forget about our goals and dreams and we lie to ourselves that ah, I wasn't that important after all. And so I think in order to get that motivation and keep it active, we need to start by having a big why. We need to remember why we want more in life, whatever that is. And then uh, even make a dream board or uh, have a daily reminder in our calendar to mm-hmm. remind us to, to check our why because it, it's like showering. You, just because you shower once, it's not going to last for the whole week or the whole month. you got to shower every day. It's the same thing with motivation. It doesn't last if you don't build that muscle. You need to build that belief and the uh, confidence and, and the motivation every single day especially in this negative world. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I was just thinking uh, about the people that, you know, at the end of the holidays, which we're approaching, (laughs) um, everybody that I know usually sets personal goals. Like I'm gonna, and right now we have, instead of the uh, freshman 15, we have the COVID and most doctors will tell you they've gained 30 pounds. The average person has gained 30 pounds. And so losing 30 pounds is not something you do overnight. Correct. And so if that is your goal, is to get healthy in January of 2022, you know, you're going to give yourself maybe little baby steps. Yeah. You know, between now and you the end of the year. You need to start now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, just do, I tell people park the car further away, you know, from the grocery yeah. store. Take a few more steps there. Maybe go up and down every aisle, even though you don't have to shop every aisle. 
and go up and down every aisle for additional steps. True. Um, you know, get up five minutes earlier and stretch. Yeah. Um, I have stairs, you know, that I go up and down all the time. So I get some of my cardiovascular fitness, you know, there. Yeah. Um, but take walks. Yeah, yeah take walks. Um, get out into nature. Breathe. Yeah. Um, I I do private counseling with people as well, and you know, sometimes when they get into their stress mode, they stop breathing. You know, I mean, you know, it becomes thoracic breathing rather than abdominal breathing, number one. But they really hold their breath as they're trying to yeah. get their point across. Yeah. And so there's so many little things that you can begin to do. But how many people join gyms in January? They say it's huge. And then by March, they're not going anymore. And the gyms know that. Yeah. Even if COVID didn't exist. And that's they why that. they have memberships and they exactly. still charge you no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they, those people yeah. don't show up. That, that was a very smart. Whoever invented the membership was a smart person. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But I, I truly believe that, you know, uh, if we want something in life, um, uh, like a lot of people say, oh, but I don't have uh, the, the experience, I don't have the skills, I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have this, I don't have that. They focus on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. I believe we need to be more positive to everything we want, to write it down, because I think a confused mind will always find failure. So we need to be very, very certain of what we want, mm -hmm. make that very clear in our head, write it down, and um, practice believing in it. But, uh, and then uh, we need to um, like uh, focus more on what we have and what we can do with what we have. Because what we focus on, uh, the energy flows there. So. If you focus on a negative, you get more of that. <laughs> if you yeah. focus on what you have and w what you can do, then energy flows there. And then you realize, wow, I can do mu much more than I thought. Right. Because the affirmation that takes place is if I'm focused on succeeding, yeah. you know, and I'm taking these baby steps every day toward my success, then more doors and windows will open that True. will allow that to happen. If I'm focused on all of the, I can't, I don't have, it's yeah. not possible, you know, then I get pictures and, and affirmations of, yep, you're absolutely right. You know, it's not gonna happen because all of a sudden those doors and windows and then it piles in, you know, with a whole bunch of negative stuff. True. So, um, and with kids, you know, I, I see this at such an early age where you know, they're already believing that they can't, yeah. as opposed to they can. I think they, they are like a sponge. They hear and see what the parents do and what they talk about, and that gets in their subconscious. Mm -hmm. So they start having fears, they start developing all these bad habits, and uh, like our parents, they say, oh, I don't know what to do with my kid. He's such a picky eater. All they want to eat is candy and sugar. I'm like, well, who buys that candy and sugar? I'm sorry, like, why do you even buy it? It shouldn't be in the house. <laughs> yeah, so come on. You know, so kids, I don't think it's their fault because they, 
think less of themselves or because they are overweight or they have issues. I think it's purely the environment. The parents need to be more aware of uh, what they say, what they do. I can't tell my son, go read if he never sees me with a book in my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm his example. I make sure that he sees me every day uh, in the morning or bedtime or lunchtime. Uh, I have a book in my hand and I read. So he sees me and then he, he wants to do the same. Right, because yeah. they do like to mimic. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I think a lot of people, like I said, they want to accomplish things, but um, they don't know that it, it's very hard to accomplish things on your own. So I want to bring more awareness to people that we need to act more like a team. We, we are here to help each other succeed. It's not like if my success is my success and if I share my success with you or help you, then I have less. And I, I want to teach people that the more people understand that the, the more we come together, we unite our forces in, with our knowledge, with our skills, with uh, everything that we can do the best and we come together, we complete each other, the more chances we have that we all succeed in whatever we want. You know, there's an acronym, I'm sure you're familiar with it, for, for team, which is together everyone achieves more. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's very, very true. That's why a football team is a team <laughs> or a basketball exactly. team. You know, it's not an individual sport. Golf is an mm. individual sport unless you're playing, you know, as a team for best ball or something like that even the golf player has a coach has a mentor mm -hmm. uh, they they're not on their own not totally not yeah. totally but they have to go out and execute right and when you really have a team i saw a very interesting uh this morning i think it was on good morning america but um they were in um, lafayette louisiana okay where um the last hurricane you know just was devastating again that whole area and um the people there, I mean, you know, they, they showed uh, houses that had been on stilts, but they, the winds just literally decimated the homes. And there, it was still, you know, littered. It was still, you know, wet because we've had continual rain. It's not like we went into dry season right after this hurricane hit. Right. And it, the, the comment that was made is that it really does take the community. It takes a village right. to rebuild. You don't walk into it and one person do it all. <laughs> and so if we look at our life that way, that when we're in a relationship, it's how you collaborate, you know, towards mm -hmm. a goal. Yes. It's not one person moving towards the goal and everyone else is watching. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't normally work that way. A, a lot of people fear uh, reaching out for help because they don't want to seem incompetent mm -hmm. or too weak or not smart enough, not incapable, but that's a wrong concept. I think people need to understand more that uh, if you reach out and you learn to ask better questions and if somebody is there to help you, then take that uh, uh, and take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. and, and there are so many people, there are so many uh, leaders this day that they truly have the heart and, and the mindset and they can help other people because 
um, it's also a big part of um, our success it's it's forming the right habits and mindset of getting where we want to be so that takes time it's not going to happen overnight like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier kids start having um, fears already when they're young and um, you know that keeps building up so by the time they're adults they have a lot of so to speak issues you know um, a lot of fears and limitations that they put in their own mind and they don't realize that they're doing that to themselves right yeah so um, if somebody wants to help you it's okay Uh, take that help and you know I always believe that people they need to analyze more uh, their life and wonder why I'm always so negative why I'm complaining so much why I don't have what I want in life Uh, why I'm always in lack of this and that so then look around and look at the people that are influencing you and if those people don't have uh, the fruit on the tree they don't have a better results in what you want to achieve in life then taking consideration changing your environment uh, mm-hmm. getting around people that you admire and respect and you do want to learn from them because they have what you want so just get away from people that drag you down, down. yeah, yeah. Or, or keep you in the place and, and then they don't inspire you they don't motivate you and you you don't have something good to learn from them so you can move forward so yeah get get around people that uh, are willing to help you and ask better questions you know um, life is a continuum obviously and you know so from birth until whenever you die you know there's that block of time and one of the things that I see in my own age group is as you move towards retirement, um, it's like you stop, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think I'll stop until I'm on my deathbed, and then it'll right. be just my last gasp, and that'll be it. But um, I, I see so many people that stop learning, stop asking questions. You know, they focus on what are we, where are we going to go eat tomorrow that has early bird special. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> uh, when is your next doctor's appointment for, right. your, for your dentist, for your vision, for your cardiologist, you know, for whatever it is that's wrong with you, as opposed yeah. to looking at what is right with you <laughs> and doing what you can to bolster that area. I mean, the focus just immediately goes towards marching down towards your grave as opposed to marching towards life. I don't see that happening like I said, with a lot of people over the age of 60, is, you know, they're winding down. And to me, you should be winding up Up. because you have more opportunities to spend time. And whether it's spending time invigorating a child's mind or whether it's spending time invigorating your own or learning as a group, one of the neatest things about small towns with universities is they have learning and retirement programs. And you can actually go to a university or you know a small college and audit the class mm-hmm. so you don't have to pay for it you're not moving towards your PhD unless you want to but um, you can sit there and learn and be part of a discussion and do those fun things that keep your brain cells active nice. and instead I, I see people that are just you know watching the pundits on TV and 
you know, listening Waiting to really for sitcoms. something bad to happen yeah, so they exactly. have a reason to gossip. And, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I it's knew kind it. I was I knew we we're gonna <laughs> get there. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. But I think that happens to people that really don't have a purpose in life. And I, I'm not here to offend anyone, but so many people are waiting for the retirement age so they can, they don't have to go to work and finally they can stay home and sleep in and watch TV, uh, garden, do whatever they, they are passionate about, travel, do the things they all... And then they find themselves, like now with COVID, that not too many people were able to travel. Right. There were so many restrictions. They found themselves in depression and they didn't know what to do with their life. And um, So they I, ate and gained 30 it, pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the wrong way to go. So, yeah, I believe, like, I see you, how you are. You're so full of energy and you have such a passion for helping people and I'm the same way and I think I'm we're both gonna live over a hundred years mm-hmm. <laughs> and we and like you said until the last day we are gonna help people we're gonna do everything that stands in our power to uh, reach out and then help someone make a difference and add value to people and, and you know that yeah. is the key adding value yeah. because you can be in a friendship mm. uh, with a lot of different people, but unless they're adding value to your life and you're adding value to theirs so that you have this energetic cohesiveness, yeah. because so, yeah, you and I have talked about the fact, and I, I say this on all my programs, but we are 50 trillion cells that are vibrating. And so are you vibrating in a negative fashion out of fear? about whatever, mm-hmm. or are you vibrating in a positive fashion about, wow, look at the world and what's next? What, what's coming around the corner that's really, really fun? If your mindset is there, then obviously you're gonna attract, it's like the little engine that could. You know, yeah. she believed yeah. that she could. I didn't tell you the story. So oh. you need to read this to your son or have your son read it to you at Christmas time because okay. he's such a good reader. Yeah. Um, so the little engine that could um, was the only engine in this um, engine yard, if you will. All the other train engines were parked there and she was there. And Santa has problems. And he can't get all of his boxcars that are filled with toys for the children in the village. He can't get them to the village because he has to go over this mountain and it requires an engine. So he comes and he asks all the different engines, you know, can you help? Well, one's tired, and one just got off of a shift, and one, you know, so there's all these reasons why they can't. All the excuses, you you name it, they've got them. So he finally comes to this little blue engine, and she's very petite, and he says, could you possibly help? And she looks at the mountain, she looks at all the boxcars bloated with presents, and she basically says, I think I can. And so that is, to me, that's the best mindset of any age, you know, because you watch the little toddler and, you know, they're not real steady on their feet. But if they have something they want, they, they move towards it, crawling or right. walking. And they don't give up until they, don't they give succeed. Up. So yeah. why do we stop giving up? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have so many answers. Uh, we're, we're, I, here to, we're here to explore them. You have the next half hour of exploring. Why, why do people give up? Because I, I think that is so incredibly sad is they just retreat they go into their little cubicles and they say 
I, I really think everything comes down again to believe. We need to believe that we can. And even uh, in stop being afraid of failing because failure is, is not actually a bad thing. Failure teaching, teaches us what doesn't where, work. <laughs> exactly. It teaches us what doesn't work. It teaches us where we need to improve ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it, it's teaching us so many things. So failure is a beautiful thing. It, it can, it's only a, an experience. It's not a, a whole life. No, exactly. It's not forever. So we need to embrace failure and reflect uh, what we can do better next time. Now we tried this way, it didn't work. Now we know. So now we have um, other options to try. And um, every time we try something different, we learn more, we uh, invest in ourselves, we develop in so many areas in our life. So I think uh, that's what it is. We need to believe that we can and we have to believe that uh, through experience to also through building more consistency in our work. Because a lot of people try something, oh, it didn't work, okay they they drop it and then they shift their direction and they try something totally different and they try once they fail oh it didn't work oh well maybe it's not meant for me maybe i need to go back to what i was doing and stop complaining and forget about my dreams and so i think people need to learn to build that muscle to to all like every professional athlete they practice Depends on, on hundreds of times more than they play. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. they practice, 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 practice once or twice a day for months in a row until the season starts and they actually can play. Right. And so people need to understand that practicing and building that uh, confidence muscle and, and the skills and, and building the right habits and mindset and, and building us to where we can you right, know exactly. it takes time it takes experience so don't don't be afraid of failures and you know uh, believe more in yourself and don't be confused and yeah uh, just uh, find the best uh, the internet is bombarded with positive quotes and stuff go and research and find the best quotes that inspire you and uh, write them down and, and put them in front of you and repeat them every day. I, you know? I actually have a friend that um, when she finally moved into her own place and she hadn't lived by herself in years and years and years and had a lot of doubts and concerns and she took uh, a marker but it was you know not a permanent one and she wrote all kinds of positive phrases on the mirror in the bathroom so that she would see it as she was brushing her teeth, putting on her makeup, combing her hair, regardless she would see a positive quote and it was a constant reminder and one of the things that you're kind of talking about too, um, you know physically we can do a lot to make ourselves healthy you know by nutrition and by exercise and sleep and all of that but the mind is the other big key and it's a mindset, you know, that we yeah. need to take out and evaluate. And what makes some people resilient? Hmm. You know, like I, a lot of people know, you know, my history. Um, but um, within, let's see, was one, two, three, four, 
within four years, I had a mother, a father, and a brother who died. Um, and, and I was taking care of all of them uh, back in Wisconsin. And then my husband was diagnosed with cancer in 2006 after we had moved here. And he fought it for 12 years, and I took care of him. So it, it's a matter of how do you decide that you can carry on? What is it that makes one person resilient and another person not? And I think it's yeah. looking at that. And what do you do to build that muscle? Because we can build our physical muscles through exercise, but you have to build the mind and the resiliency of overcoming things a yeah. different way. And, and some of it's going to be being around positive people. Yeah. Some of it is what you read. Yeah. Um, you know, get off the computer if you're only reading negative doomsday yeah. stuff. You know, turn off the television. Yeah. You know, find programs that are either motivating you to a happier place or I watch a lot of nature things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or there's a couple of really just neat shows that have been on Netflix over the years. There's one called Called Midwife that's very good. Um, Anne with an E was amazing. Um, go back and watch those. If they made you smile at the end of the day, that's the way to go to bed. You know, not going to bed worried about finances and the political future. And what could happen, and, and what it's not happen. even there. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. then you'll create that. True, true. We create our own reality in our mind many times, and uh, yeah, the more we train our brain to think positive, to focus on the solutions instead of the problems, and uh, the more we, we practice this on a daily basis, the more we're going to see better results in everything we want in life. And, um, you know, one I of the things that I want to kind of bring up here, too, because you just said something that made me think of that, is people that focus on the problems as opposed to the solutions. <laughs> there are way too many people that that is exactly what they do. Mm -hmm. They look at maybe the fact, in fact, I just was working with a couple the other night, and they were both focused on the changes that one of them might have to make. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, it's not about one person changing. It's about both of you deciding, do you want the relationship? If you don't, it's over, you know? Mm -hmm. We can be done with counseling. Mm -hmm. But if you want it, then it's not about one person changing for the other one. Right. It's about both of you collaborating and deciding what are you willing to do to bend. And yeah. I, I mentioned this is a couple that is out of state. And which is wonderful because you can do Zoom and you can do all these things. But I said that's why the trees here in Florida, the palm trees, they bend. You know, they don't snap. We get mm -hmm. branches from all of our oak trees and others, you know, because they snap. They're brittle and they cling on to I don't want to change. Mm -hmm. You know, this is who I am. Well, that's never going to get you anywhere. You know, but if you can look at bending. You know, is it important enough to learn to bend? Mm -hmm. This reminds me of a movie I recently he heard of. I, I haven't seen it yet, but mm -hmm. I can't wait. Uh, probably this weekend. Uh, it's actually an old movie. It's called Fireproof. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that. I heard it's really good about a couple who um, she wants the divorce and, and he goes to talk to his father what to do and, and he's ready to give up and the father gives him uh, um, some advice and, and what to do for every day for 40 days to win her back 
and uh, he tries and tries and tries and he, she treats him like no I'm and I think on the I don't know, seven days, she brings the divorce papers and he doesn't give up, he keeps going and going. And then, um, I, I don't want to tell the whole movie, I only know what I heard, but I, like I said, I, I haven't seen the movie yet. But, um, it, of course, it, it's all about wanting both to uh, change and, and uh, stay together and accomplish. Uh, what is it about change that is so hard for so many people, though? I mean, I, I think I understand it as a therapist, but in your estimation, you know, if you, if you are telling somebody like with this couple, you know, that it's, it's not about either one of them changing, it's about both of them agreeing to meet each other halfway. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you know, to me, that's not exactly changing, like you have to change. Mm -hmm. It's kind of saying, let's grow. Let's yeah. grow together. In the same direction. Yeah, and so move but away I, from... Me and my husband, we say, let's get on the same page. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. But I don't even think it, it's about meeting halfway. I think everybody needs to give 100%. Yeah, it's not even trying to meet halfway and, so is okay, I came halfway, now it's your turn to come. You're halfway. Ha I yeah. think everybody needs to give a, <clears throat> excuse me, a hundred percent of uh, what they have if they really want to make the relationship better. And it's so much easier to point the finger on somebody else and, and uh, focus on their mistakes or whatever they don't do right or not do enough. Or, um, but in reality, uh, we need to shift our mind and think about what we can do to encourage them to uh, do better, to want more, to try harder um, so, and I I had a moment in life when I was building a business with my husband and we realized our differences and we were butt-heading <laughs> and uh, we uh, came to a point where we realized we, we were not on the same page anymore. Even though we had the same vision, we were going different ways about it. And we were pointing all the mistakes or all the things we didn't do right. And we had to uh, learn to appreciate the other person for what they are and what they do good and uh, to remember why we even like them or love them in the first place, uh -huh. to remember all the good things, what brought us together, what kept us together, and then from there to um, continue to focus on the things that they do great and encourage them and, and say mm -hmm. it out loud and, and let them know all the amazing things they do and start focusing on that. Again, it's, it's all about focusing on a positive and ignoring the negative and continue to believe that that person is gonna change for better if we show them what we like and what we need from them and not being afraid of expressing ourselves and not right. keeping inside. A lot of couples, I, I think they, they want the other one to guess what's in their mind. Like, oh, 
I thought he, he should know. Yeah, she he should, should know, know what, yeah, how yeah. I feel or what I want. Right, but no, yeah. we need to learn to communicate better. Right, right. Yeah. And and to listen. Um, I always tell everybody that we have two no. ears because God gave us two ears to listen more than we speak. And so sometimes we need to close the mouth and just listen. Um, many, many, many times over the years in counseling couples, um, it's, it's like if you use the word why, you are going to get a defensive mm-hmm. answer almost instantly. They stop mm-hmm. listening because they're already yeah. defending. Yeah. So if you ask questions with what, when, where, who, and how, those are journalism questions. So what made you think that? And then close them out mm-hmm. and let them, and it works beautifully with children. Correct. <clears throat> so something like that. I think, I think change uh, in many cases when, Couples hear that and they think, oh, he wants me to change or she wants me to change. It's their fear of losing who they are. Mm-hmm. In their mind, they believe that if I change this aspect of who I am, then I'm no longer me. Mm-hmm. And what I have tried to share with couples is we are always evolving. We are mm-hmm. not static in any stretch of the imagination. We are always moving forward. And yeah. so if you're dedicated to growing as a person emotionally intellectually physically if you know if you want to grow then you will keep moving you know not just rigidly planting yourself like a tree and saying i am a pine tree i am a maple tree and that's who i am my way or the highway (laughs) yeah that that's just not who we are at all yeah so you know though there's a gal she has a lot of YouTube videos, and she's really quite awesome. And her name is Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, Perel. Have you heard? I've heard. I love what she says because one of the comments was, um, you know, and you may um, have three or more different relationships in your lifetime, and it may all be with the same person. <laughs> and I think that is so cool because if we're growing, that's what happens. You know, who you were... A year ago is not mm. who you are today right and hopefully your husband is not who he was a Correct. year ago and so we just keep doing that we keep you know evolving. like evolving and hopefully maturing some and growing in, in faith right. with one another and understanding with one another and you know finding our purpose and I think everybody's goal should be this to just better ourselves for as long as we live we need to make a 1% improvement on ourselves every day, make sure that we learn something new every day Mm -hmm. and we share it with others. Mm -hmm. So we don't just accumulate all the knowledge and experiences in our head and Mm -hmm. we walk around with a big head. (laughs) We need to constantly be a river to Mm -hmm. learn every day and share with others so uh, our lessons can uh, continue even after we are not around. Well, I think that's what I love about this program. You know, when I started it four years ago, I had no idea that it would evolve into what it is today. But I love the fact that it's not my knowledge. You know, it's it's like a, a community of knowledge. And I have these amazing people like yourself that are willing to come and share what they know so that somebody else can grow a little bit. Yeah. You know, if they, if they hear the story you know an hour here and an hour there and they go wow i didn't know that and now i do and now i can share that with someone else and apply what you learn Mm -hmm. if you take one thing that's the thing people are so focused on 
being skeptical, negative, uh, complaining all the time about something. But I think in every experience we need to take what we need from there and leave the rest there uh, and, and stop criticizing, complaining, looking for fault. Just take what you need from that conversation, experience. And like you said, don't be defensive. Ask why, because just because... Uh, no, don't ask uh, why. <laughs> uh, no, not, not, no, but don't ask why, but ask where are you coming from with this. I never heard this uh, before. So just because you think that what you say or what you believe in, it's right, it doesn't mean that it's right. Mm -hmm. it, it's just what you believe in. It's your belief system and your values. Uh, your experiences so just because somebody else comes with a different opinion doesn't mean they're wrong or they are mean or they're no good uh, it just means they had different experience different opportunities to learn from different sources and you just need to learn why uh, well yeah why why they say what they say so what is in how their did they mind? Arrive? Use exactly. the word how. So how did they arrive at that conclusion? <laughs> right, right. So find out, ask more questions and learn. And mm -hmm. maybe you'll be surprised that you are going to rethink what you thought it was right and, mm -hmm. and it can change your belief system. And it's it's so amazing like to, to have that skill, which it takes time to develop, but learn to ask better questions and don't be defensive don't be negative take what you need from the experience and uh, leave the rest there and if you, something is that you don't understand don't stay in ignorant just ask more questions and mm -hmm. find out where is that source coming from and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it is truly incredible as you know, as a therapist myself for years, um, listening to people's stories mm. and where they came up with their original views mm. is almost always rooted in the past. It's in their family belief systems. Yeah. And if they had healthy families, they came away with, you know, pretty little, not a lot of damage, let's put it that way. <laughs> if they came away uh, from families that were deeply rooted in judgment and criticism and things like that that you know that's what they learned it, it's funny you use the word damage it's yeah we we are sabotaging ourselves to the point where we damage our mm -hmm. uh, confidence and our health and yeah and, and you know it damages everything it damages your ability and to it succeed affects other people around yeah, us too sure i mean the success you have in school in work in relationships yeah. you know if you have a damaged concept of who you are and what you're capable of mm -hmm. which is coming back to you know the show today is is looking at how do we take that little engine that could attitude and bring that all the way across our life that you always there was another story and I didn't share this with you um, but I did on an earlier show that I was recording today so anybody listening to that earlier show is going to hear this again but there is a little boy who is striving to be the junior um, ninja champion. Do you know about the story? Have you? I believe you told me about it okay. before. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. story. So, I mean, the fact that if, if he believed that he could, even mm -hmm. with losing the eyesight in one eye, then who are we to say that we can't succeed 
at anything that we decide we want to succeed at. Yeah. We, we can. It's just a matter of intention and belief. Yeah. I think people need to uh, be more aware of their attitude, their energy, um, uh, what they do. So really reflect on what what they want in life and uh, if they want something to reflect where they are today and what they need to do or reverse engineer it and figure out how they can get there, what they need to do in order to get there step by step, make a plan and follow that plan with consistency, with belief and um, to, to stop limit themselves and, and stop thinking small. I think it's time to put a period of thinking I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, I don't know. Uh, uh, all that negative uh, mindset and start asking ourselves how can I mm -hmm. um, where can I go to ask who can I ask what can I ask uh, so just say okay those days are over I'm crossing this line and I'm not gonna look back I'm burning the bridges from right, the past right. and keep moving forward and, and never look back and do what you can with what you have. Uh, don't focus on what you don't have and don't be afraid to ask for help. I think um, the more you focus on what you want to accomplish and when you encounter a challenge, focus on a solution instead of giving up and build that consistency muscle. That That's very important. Well, we have lots of examples of people who didn't become successful too much later in life. Mm -hmm. uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you yeah, know, the Colonel yeah. Sanders, yeah. Um, you know, Grandma Moses, I think she painted her first picture somewhere around 88, you know, and obviously became very successful. But I was watching on PBS last night, Elon Musk, mm -hmm. and you know, they t were talking, and he's young what still, story, and what yeah. he has accomplished not only with the concept of electric cars, you know, but uh, obviously, um, you know, going to the moon and beyond and being able to bring those rockets right back to Earth and land them on a dime. But he saw that. He didn't see, oh, I can't. Right. He saw anything as possible. He didn't focus on the failure. He didn't stop when he failed because no. he failed many times before sure. he got there. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. Edison. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, I, I think it was 99 times that he tried with the uh, light bulb and on the 100th time it worked. <laughs> so if he'd given mm -hmm. up after 10 times, we might not still have electricity. Yeah. And I, I want to say that uh, we need to be very aware of the fact that what we think is what we say and what we say is what we do and what we do is what we believe in and what we believe in we're going to be known for so if we want something and but we do the opposite then we confuse ourselves we confuse the people we confuse the entire universe and then no wonder we don't achieve our goals mm -hmm. yeah so we need to be more aware of what we do and what we say what we think everything it's so important because uh, they're all linked together so yeah they are. yeah and it really doesn't make any difference what age you are yeah. um, you know like at your son's age 
uh, just, you know, when he's discouraged about something, you know, asking him the question, um, you know, what could you do differently? Mm. And then just being quiet and letting him kind of figure it out, which builds self-confidence. Yeah. And when he says something that you know is going to work, you know, it's like, oh, that's an awesome idea. I'm so proud of you for thinking yeah. about that. So there are a lot of different ways. Our bosses in life, you know, the person that manages us, the person that uh, owns the company, if their mindset isn't towards that kind of success, then the energy in that office or the energy, you know, with that company is not where it needs to be either for success. And I would say, I have heard, I know somebody who knows Elon Musk, and um, I have heard that he is very, very demanding, and he expects mm -hmm. only the best from the people who work from him. Right. But he only gives the best, you know, so right. he sets the so example. Set, sets the high yeah. standard. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Mm. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I really hope that uh, with this pandemic and people having to live a different lifestyle and uh, so many changes, I think uh, it was for the best because um, it forces people to reflect more on who they are, what, they, where they are, and maybe what their values they, are. Right, and and start to get in alignment with those. Um, I understand from my friends who are uh, in the different jobs that it, there's a lack of employees out there, and yes. then I hear the other side that there's so many people they are searching desperately for work. And I don't understand how that is, but I think it depends on what your job skills are. Um, I'm not so sure that there's a lot of hiring going on in certain areas. Right. Um, you know, we are in a um, an area of the United States as we move into the fall and into the winter that is service industry, and they do not have enough people, but. They also and don't hospitals pay. Yeah, well. and hospitals, and, and a lot of that is because people are and so teaching. burned out. Oh, teaching. Yeah. yeah, they they're burned out. Um, there's not enough, you know, qualified teachers. There's there's a real now. I was I had surgery on June 21st. I knew going into surgery that there was on an average of 450 to 500 nursing jobs that were open in Pinellas County. I knew that the odds of my being able to get the care I needed was going to be very slim yeah. um, because there just weren't enough. And that it turned out to be accurate. Fortunately, I had friends and fortunately they were allowing people June 21st, you know, to come into the hospital. You could have two people that would could come and visit. And so when I wasn't too coherent, I um, would have people that could get me what I needed because hitting that button was not going to do the job. You had to be able <laughs> right. to get up and go track them down. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there are certain jobs that are just... I just got back from Wisconsin, and um, I never dreamed in a million years that I would see what I saw there because it's a much smaller town, obviously, than Tampa, you know, St. Pete area where I live. And they literally one of my favorite little restaurants had the owner in the kitchen preparing food wow. there was hardly anybody in the restaurant and uh, there was one server 
to take care of. A, wow. And she said that they have not been able to get people. So when people do come, they either come knowing that they're going to sit a while or they don't go. Um, I so don't know if people are that scared, really, or they just got comfortable on the couch watching TV and expecting the government to send a check. I think that was a big part oh, of it. Plus I'm glad it's over. Yeah, well, it's yeah. not. Not really. <laughs> um, and the fact that, um, you know, you can pick up the phone and have your food delivered. You can have mm. your groceries delivered. So yeah. people literally do not have to hardly get off the couch. <laughs> You know, they can stay there and they can have their laptop or their phone and they can go from there to the bathroom and to bed. So 30 pounds is no lie. I mean, a lot of people, you know, did gain that amount of weight. I didn't, you didn't, but there's a lot of people that, that actually did. So pretty scary stuff. Well, let everybody know if they would love to have you as a life coach, how would they go about reaching you? And uh, once again, um, your plug your books on Amazon and let them know what those books are about. Sure, so uh, Following a Dream is uh, my trilogy memoir, but it's, um, yeah, it is about me, but it's more about you, the person who wants to grow, who wants to uh, develop in areas that you thought uh, you couldn't before and for different reasons you set your limitations and now it's time to break that wall and the belief that uh, you are not enough or you cannot or uh, you're missing something so um, my books um, have um, at the end of each chapter a blank page where you can take notes and reflect and ask yourself questions and there's also a question at the end of the chapter, each, each chapter, so you can actually answer that question and, and put yourself in the situation. And maybe you've been already in that situation, and now you can reflect based on uh, listening to, uh, or reading my experience. Now you can ask yourself, how can I do something different so I don't have to deal with the same problem or challenge in the future? or uh, come out of it with better results. So yeah, um, it's on Amazon and I'm very proud of uh, my accomplishment and uh, uh, I'm very proud also that uh, I'm impacting so many people that I am never gonna know about. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends who read uh, already two of my three books, she said she shared uh, my books with a good friend of hers and uh, she traveled to Spain and she loved the books so much that she shared it with all her friends and family there and they all read it and she came back with so much belief that now she can write a book as that was one of her dreams for a long time. So when I heard the story, um, it almost brought me to tears because uh, I will never know if my friend wouldn't tell me that I wouldn't right, know how many right. people I impacted even right. outside the country. Exactly. So yeah, you never know who you can impact with your example. So I encourage you to always try your best and stop focusing on a negative and, and shift your mind towards positive believe more in yourself and build that muscle of confidence and you can reach out to my email which is andrea at 
glasserfoundation.org and also um, through this podcast um, you can reach out to Lucy she, she will tell you how to get a hold of me um, there's many ways I can <laughs> be reached but I don't want to complicate <laughs> your research but right. yeah if you if you write me an email just uh, uh, put your full name in the headline um, so I know that uh, somebody's uh, reaching out and uh, I'm gonna get back to you in, within the next 12 hours all right thank you again for being my guest and we'll it's see you pleasure. probably the end of January, first part of February, and it'll be 2022 at that point. Woo-hoo. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. I think that sounds like a good number, though. Yes. 2022. I love that. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a wonderful remainder of your day. Always do your best to make this your best life. And join us again next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.